Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bath and Biscuits, the podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Rosino, and I am here to bring pet parents and pet professionals together to create a community of educated pet lovers. This week, I want to talk about an issue that every business right now is struggling with, and that is staffing. Why can you not keep staff? Do you feel like you're constantly posting on Indeed or Facebook, looking for employees, you're answering emails, spending so much time doing interviews, bringing people in for them to just not work out? It's this constant revolving door of employees. I feel like this is a reality within the pet industry. There's always such a high turnover rate. And so for this episode, I want to kind of give you some insight as to why you might be struggling with staffing and what you can do to fix those issues. First thing is first, if you are looking to be rich, don't get into the pet industry. As a business owner, you can make a lot of money, but as an employee, you're getting paid minimum wage. With that minimum wage salary comes a certain pool of people. You have high school students, you have college students, people generally just looking for part-time work. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, But you have to understand that when you have people that are just looking for part-time work, that's what it is. This is a part-time job for them. They're working between semesters or they're a high school student who is looking to get their first job. A lot of the times, these people don't stay. They move on, they get another job, or they're just not responsible. Especially if you have like high school students The summertime comes, their friends are going to the beach, they're having graduation parties, all of that stuff. People are taking vacations. I think sometimes employees like expect their staff members at their boarding facility or their daycare facility to really treat it as this corporate job. And you have to understand that at a corporate job, you get benefits, you get a great salary, you get paid time off you get vacation times staff members are not getting those benefits working in daycare so you can't expect them to treat this job like a corporate job maybe you're not able to pay more than minimum wage if you are unable to pay more than minimum wage look for other ways that you can entice your employees right Maybe give them bonuses. If they're picking up extra shifts and doing you a favor, throw them some extra money on their next paycheck. If they're working holidays, pay them holiday pay. Take your staff out to dinner, buy them lunch, buy bagels, buy donuts. You don't have to pay $20 an hour to your employees. But if you are only paying minimum wage, you have to understand the group of people that are coming to work for you for minimum wage. Even if people start out, if you start out at minimum wage, fine. But give people a raise. There's been facilities that I've worked at where I've been there a year, two years, three years, still making the same exact money as when I started. I've seen it at facilities that I worked at with other employees that they do a lot 
they're really great, they're still making minimum wage. Especially here on Long Island, everything is so expensive. It's so expensive. People need to be able to make money. And while high school and college students might not have that much responsibility financially, they might have car payments, gas payments, student loans, food, credit card bills, car insurance, phone bills. There's things that they need to pay for. College books. Like, there's things. They need to make money. Maybe a college student needs to pay for an apartment. Maybe their car just broke down. Maybe their pet is sick. If you are working somewhere and you cannot afford your bills, you're not going to stay. So really just try and figure out how you can work with people when it comes to a salary. The second thing is workplace culture. Money isn't everything, right? People will stay where they feel appreciated and people will stay where it's a fun environment, where everything is positive. If the only time your staff is seeing you is when you're yelling at them for something, they're not going to want to stay and work for somebody like that. If they are coming to you and they're expressing a problem or they're giving a suggestion for how things can probably, or if they're coming to you to express how something can operate better, listen to them. Don't just have things go in one ear and out the other and have the attitude that like you're the owner, you know everything because it's not true. Especially in the boarding and daycare industry. Your staff members are the people in the back with the dogs day in and day out. They know how things can be better. Listen to what they have to say. And sometimes their ideas don't work. And that's fine. But I would rather as an employee be able to go up to my manager or the owner and say, hey, I don't think this is working. Maybe we could try this. And we try it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But at least I felt heard and they listened to what I said and gave me a shot. I would rather that of an owner listening to me and it doesn't work and we just go back to how things were than an owner just shutting me down or not even listening to me in the first place. You have to listen to your employees. You have to be approachable. I can just say this. A lot of people in the industry that open a business don't necessarily have experience. How many of you groomers have worked at a grooming salon that's owned by a person who isn't even a groomer? How many of you have worked at boarding and daycare facilities where the owners have no experience with dogs? They come from a different background. So just because you're the owner does not mean you are an expert. Doesn't mean you know everything. Opening up a business and actually, like, forget about the business side of things. Forget about paying the bills and going through the licensing and the permits and all of that. Opening up a facility and operating day-to-day, taking care of dogs, is difficult. And so many owners out there don't have that experience. That brings me into my third point, is staff training. If you have a business owner who doesn't have experience and now they're hiring staff who doesn't have experience how is their formal training how is their like how are these staff members being trained properly and thoroughly if the people in management don't know what they're doing either these are live animals 
And this causes a disconnect between employer and employee and and just a lack of respect, honestly. Because if I have if I'm hired at a facility where I have more experience than the owner and they're trying to tell me to do something that they don't know what to do or they won't do themselves, that's a problem. You're not going to have staff members that are going to do the dirty work day in and day out for a boss that doesn't appreciate them for minimum wage pay. And the boss doesn't even do, the boss has no idea what they're talking about. Like I've worked at places where the owners don't even know the dogs. They don't even know the dog's name. They don't know who's who. And you can't yell at your staff for not knowing the names of dogs if you don't know the names of the dogs. You are the owner. You need to be a leader. Aside from staff training, this will go back to the beginning of before you even train somebody is the hiring process. A lot of people are hiring and checking off a box. Do they have a car? Do they have reliable transportation? Can they work weekends? Can they work holidays? Are they out of high school? Are they afraid of dogs? Like They have these checklists of things that they're looking for that aren't necessarily super important. You should be hiring staff that fits your personality. When you interview somebody, is it is the conversation flowing? Ask what they would do in certain scenarios. Let them know how you run things at the facility and hire people who share the same values and morals as you. Because you might hire somebody who's a great worker, but you do not click personality-wise. And that's fine, but that's going to be a problem. If you have staff where you guys just don't see eye to eye, you're constantly arguing, that's going to create tension and problems in the facility. So hire people based on their personality. You can teach anybody to pick up a mop bucket and mop. You can teach anybody how to pick up poop. Shift your focus in the interview process from checking off boxes to having an open conversation. See what this person is genuinely like. Give them real life scenarios of things that happen in your facility and see what their response would be for how they would handle something. And then when it comes time to actually training them, you need to take a month. I would give it a month and train them on your procedures. Train them on your everyday routines. What do you do? How do you clean? Where can you find everything? All of that. But then make sure you're taking the time to train them on dog behavior, how to manage dogs in off-leash play. If you do private playtime, have them start off with the private play boarding dogs, walking them, taking them out. See how they work with handling those dogs one-on-one. Then you can start to introduce them to daycare. If you have a setup where you're separated by size, have them with the small dogs first. Don't just throw a new person in with the big dogs. And even when they go in with the small dogs, don't have them by themselves. Let this new hire get comfortable with being in a group of dogs. Because if it's your first time ever working with dogs and you're in a group, it can be very overwhelming. Let them be with those small dogs for a week or two before moving them on to the big dogs. And then keep them with the big dogs with another experienced staff member for a couple weeks before you leave them by themselves in any group setting. You have to train your staff. It's not just common sense. I know that it might seem like, well, how hard could it be to pick up poop? How hard could it be to clean up and mop and vacuum? Some people really don't, they just don't know. Don't assume that everybody knows how to do laundry or how to wash dishes. 
show them. Handling dogs is not common sense. This needs to be trained. The dog gurus, they have a really great course for your staff. You could take this too as the owner, but there's two courses that you can take and it goes over like dog body language, how to manage groups, appropriate versus inappropriate behaviors, like all of those things. Even if you have an experienced staff member, it's a really great refresher. So I would definitely have your staff do that training. It's online, but supplement that with, okay, this is what you learned in your online course. Let's apply it. You want to spend time training your staff. Don't just throw someone into your facility and not train them. That is on you as the business owner to figure out how to train a new hire, whether it's you, a manager, a supervisor, a shift leader, whoever it is, somebody has to train the new hires. That is so important. The fourth thing that I want to say is the expectation versus the reality of the industry. I feel like people come in and they they apply because they feel like the job is going to be playing with dogs all day. And as you know, that is not the whole job. Even if you're hiring, like looking for a bather, a vet tech, a vet assistant, like anything within the industry, I feel like anything that has to do with dogs, people just assume that they're playing with dogs all day. Give them a rundown of what it's actually like in the facility. Let them know we are working like your business hours might be eight to six, but you don't leave at six o'clock. You leave when everything is done. So you can get out of here at 7, 7.30, 8 o'clock. Explain to them all of the cleaning. Explain to them being in the run with the dogs. If you were looking for a bather, explain to them you have to lift up dogs. You have to dry them. It's going to hurt your back. It's going to be strenuous. Dogs are going to poop. Dogs are going to scratch you. Like, Let them know the reality of what's going to happen day to day. And I would also bring them in for a working interview prior to just hiring them. So that way they can come in and actually see for themselves what it's like and make a decision. If you have, if you're doing this and if you have constant people coming in for tryouts and not taking the job or people not lasting more than a week or two, you kind of have to sit down and reflect why is this happening? Maybe reach out to those people, email them and say, hey, you came in for a tryout on this day. Can you please explain to me why you didn't take the job? Was it not clearly stated to you what it was going to be like? Was there something that you didn't like? Like, Just get their feedback of why did they not stay? And if you get a reoccurring reasoning You as a business owner need to kind of reflect on this and see if you can change the way you're doing something to make staff want to stay and work. And the last thing, there's no room for growth within your facility. Like I said, the majority of the employees are going to be high school and college students that are just looking for part-time work, but there will be two or three members of your staff who really enjoy it and they they love working with animals and they want to stay. But if there's nowhere for them to go, they're going to leave and go on to another facility. So if you have a dog handler that's really great, you want to put your energy into building them up. You want to put time and effort into your good employees. Have roles that they can fill. Have a shift lead. Have a supervisor. Have a general manager. Have an operations manager. 
have somebody take care of social media, like whatever it is to give people promotions, give them a pay raise, give them a title and keep them within your business. I would rather have somebody hired from within who already knows my procedures. They know the business. I have a relationship with them than hire somebody from the outside and coming in because a lot of times that doesn't work. Build up your good employees. This can also tie into the payment and how there's not benefits and all of this. But if you have an employee that is staying with you long term, eventually benefits are going to be important. When somebody turns 26, they're off of their parents' insurance. Like for me, at 26 years old, I was taken off my parents' insurance. The job I was at did not offer benefits. That is important. You, at least for your management, try and have benefits available so they will stay with you because if they want to start having a family, having health insurance is so important. Look into creating those opportunities in your business to keep people long-term. So that is basically the five things that I think you should focus on as a business owner when you're looking to hire staff and keep them. Figure out a, a way where you can pay them or show your appreciation for them if you can't afford to pay more. Create a really great workplace culture. Say thank you. At the end of the shift, they're going home. Thank them for their work. Saying thank you and recognizing their hard work goes such a long way. Make sure you're properly training your staff. Explain everything to them in the interview process. Spend time training them and build up your good employees. If you implement these changes, I guarantee you, you'll see a shift in your business. You can also set time like once a month to do staff meetings and get feedback from them. Ask your staff. If you're struggling with how to make things run better, ask the people who already work for you. Get their feedback and listen to them and don't get defensive when when they're giving you feedback. Listen to what they have to say because so many people try to speak up and employers don't listen and then employee after employee after employee leaves and they don't understand why. And it's like every single person has been trying to tell you what isn't working and you're not listening. Don't be afraid to change up how you are running things. As always, please rate, review, share, If you guys have any questions, you can DM me on Instagram. My grooming page is Bath and Biscuits Inc. My podcast is Bath and Biscuits Podcast. I will link them down in the description. Thank you guys so much. I'll see you next week.